Welcome to the Cyber Life Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, download, rate, five stars, of course, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode four of the Cyber Life Podcast. My name is Ken Underhill. I'll be your host. And in today's episode, I just wanted to actually talk through how do you keep those really, 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 really good employees, right? So your rock star, the superstars, how do you keep them wanting to work with your company and not going to a competitor or even uh, in some instances leaving the industry that they're in. Now this particular episode is going to be pretty agnostic so the the uh, suggestions and stuff like that can be used across different industry verticals. However, I'm going to focus on cyber because some of the stories I'm going to uh, mention are specific to people that I know in the cybersecurity industry. Now, I will say that I'm not going to mention names, uh, and in some instances, I'll probably change the stories around just a little bit, just so it's hard to identify um, who they actually apply to. But I just wanna talk through, um, after speaking with certain individuals, I wanna talk through some of the rationale behind why they either left uh, the employer or left like the entire industry, um, which you know we certainly don't want especially with a big shortage, right? So so let's just go ahead and get started. Now, there's still so many companies out there that that are just absolutely, um, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it like it is, absolutely mistreat their employees, absolutely, you know, lowball on pay, you know, there's all sorts of nepotism, you know, and we understand these things, right? We understand that these things occur in companies and, you know, not every company is going to be some, you know, rock star company that everybody wants to work at, right? There's always going to be a company that nobody wants to work at, but people just want that paycheck so they can, you know, take care of their families and, and do things they want in life. So thinking of one organization, um, Outside of cybersecurity, this particular organization consistently uh, paid people like 20 to 30 percent at least below market rate for for almost every role in the company. Because um, I, I spoke in this particular organization, I spoke with many many individuals. So we're we're jumping out of cyber for just a minute here, and it was frustrating for many of those employees because they knew, like at least some of them knew, how much this particular company was making. And I get it, right? You know, you have to produce profit for your shareholders. And, you know, of course, the owners, the founders, you know, you want to make your money. Uh, but in my opinion, this is my personal opinion, there's a right way and a wrong way. And if you lowball people, they just kind of go, they just, uh, taking a, a line from the movie Office Space, if you haven't watched that yet, by the way, go watch it. Um, it's a great cult classic from the 90s. But taking a little part of that, you know, um, People are just going to do, people are going to do just enough not to get fired, right? So in that instance, you know, he was, uh, Peter was in talking to the Bobs or the consultants and, uh, you know, he was mentioning that, you know, um, he's not motivated to do anything above and beyond, right? Because he, you know, if he works his, you know, tail end off and he, he helps, uh, the company name was Inatech. If he helps Inatech ship a, a few more units or whatever, he doesn't get any more money. He doesn't get bonuses. He doesn't, you know, get vacations. He doesn't get somebody thanking him. Uh, you know, so there's real no motiva really no motivation there for him to do anything more, right? Same thing in that type of company, right? When you're, when you're not paying people well and you're not giving them like other benefits and it's a very poor company culture, like nobody wants to be there, it's very depressing, you know, people are not going to go above and beyond, you know, they're just not going to do it. And so it's going to, it's going to eventually hurt the amount of money that your company could make. So just keep that in mind if you're out there listening, like, oh, why is my company not making enough money? Take a step back and look at your company culture and see if it's because you're really lowballing people. Now, 
keep another thing in mind. You don't have to pay people extravagant salaries. And in, in, in fact, a lot of times, well, you could pay me an extravagant salary if you want to, but in most cases, people don't, people just want a, a livable wage. Um, at least the people I've spoken to, and I've spoken to probably at least over 1,500, maybe 2,000 people at this point um, across all sorts of positions in many different industries, not just uh, in the security industry. And one commonality is, is number one, people want uh, just, you know, some kind of wage that's livable where they can take care of their families. Maybe they want to take a couple vacations a year, whatever, but just something that's not like a terribly low wage. Now, of course, we all know that you can't pay like everybody, you know, a huge wage, that sort of stuff. I, you know, we all get that. We all understand that. But just some kind of livable wage where they can actually pay their bills and have some measure of comfort. And then on top of that, what people really want is they want to they want to feel like they're They've got like something to kind of invest in, right? And I don't mean like stocks or bonds or options, you know, none of that stuff. I'm talking about they want to feel like they're invested in the in whatever the company mission is, right? So, um, you know, if you look at uh, companies that win all sorts of like, you know, employee, uh, employer of the year, or, you know, employer, best employer, all these different awards out there. If you look at them, what they do is they try to foster a culture of, you know, we're, we're all here for the same mission. We're all trying to make an impact, you know, whatever that impact is, you know, so for, for a security company, for example, we're trying to impact, you know, and, you know, either maybe reduce the amount of uh, the shortage, right, on workers. So maybe we're a recruiting company or a training company, something like that, or maybe we're trying to make an impact and, and keep your data safer. So we're trying to impact people around the world. And by doing so with our clients, we can help protect data better, et cetera, et cetera. But the whole overarching goal there is we have some kind of an impact and that's what people are buying into. And when you do it like that, uh, most people, you know, some people are solely driven by money, you know, and, you know, those types of people in your organization eventually like weed themselves out. Um, but the, the people that you actually want around, when you give them a, a mission to buy into, they're, they're, they like that, right? Like it's, it's weird. It's a human thing. Like we want to feel a sense of belonging. We want to feel like we have a say. We want to feel like, you know, we're, we're fighting the good fight towards a common goal. Um, and you just have to kind of foster that in your organization. Uh, the other thing is have like have some kind of program where you're actually thanking your employees. I mean, I've actually done something as simple as buying thank you cards on my own, like taking my own money. It does not cost that much. Like if you're a manager out there listening to this, go do this. And I know there might be some issues. HR might be like, ooh, don't do that. But, you know, if you've got a team below you, like if you're a manager or team lead or something like that, just go buy some thank you cards. Just write, you know, thank you so much. I really appreciate the work you're doing. And you don't have to be specific. You can be specific if you want to, like, hey, I really, you know, appreciated your help on this project. Uh, but sometimes that's not pragmatic time-wise. And so you want to, you know, just something I would do on mass scales, I would just get a bunch of thank you cards. I would just write on there, thank you for your hard work. I didn't put a name on it. I just, thank you for your hard work. And I would go pass them out at like every cubicle I could find until I ran out. You would be amazed at how that would shift the energy in the company, how that would increase productivity, how it reduced attrition rates. Something as simple as a thank you card. It's ridiculous how simple this stuff is, and so many companies will not do it. Like, literally, if you're out there listening to this podcast, please do these simple things. And if you're out there listening and you're not in management or you're not you're not a founder or something like that of a company, by all means, just do it yourself. Like, if you know that your team could use kind of a, a morale boost a little bit, go get a, some thank you cards at the store. It's, you know, maybe 10, 20 bucks max. You know, it's it's probably like five bucks, really, depending on where you go. 
uh, and then just write on there, thank you for your hard work, and just pass them out. You know, just maybe go next, you know, go in early, 30 minutes to work, and go pass them out to everybody's cubicle or desk or whatever, uh, and then just kind of see the reaction people get, because they don't know who did it, right? Like, they have no clue, for the most part, who did it, unless you keep doing it, and then, you know, somebody will figure it out like they did with me, but... You know, just just pass those out. Just you know, it's 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 it just frustrates me personally, like how easy it is to to do the right thing, and people just refuse to do it. Uh, you know, these companies or these individuals refuse to do it. So I'm gonna get back off my soapbox there, and we'll focus on what we're talking about here. So, you know, one of the common things was you know people don't feel like they're they're kind of bought into the mission there. You know, of course, the lowballing of the salaries. Um, the other thing is that. You know, we're we're in, you know, as at the timing of this particular podcast, we're in 2019, right? There's a lot of technology in play. There's a lot of advanced technology in play. You know, we've got all sorts of, uh, you know, remote options available, like all sorts of, you know, ways we can do remote work. And we still have companies that want to force you to come into the office, like, you know, nine to five, five days a week. You got to, you know, you got to punch the clock essentially without punching the clock, right? But you got to be here because we need bodies in the office because we have to justify why we got this fancy office space. Like, come on now, right? I'm going to give an example of someone and I'm going to change it around a little bit. Um, and I'll, I'll actually change the person's uh, sex and everything too. So there's this individual and they were working for this company and we're going to keep it very, very general here. They're working for this company and they, um, they were commuting because they lived, uh, you know, a few hours away and, you know, what, what they would do each weekend is they would go, you know, back and spend time with their spouse. Right. So the, you know, they would drive back, spend, drive that couple, you know, that few hours, um, it was actually, I think four or five hours, but they would drive and, and, and go visit their spouse uh, you know, for the weekend and the drive back. And this person, you know, it's not like this person just did like the, you know, the nine to five, right? They didn't just like clock in and out and like, okay, I'm done. Oh, my time. You know, they didn't like watch the clock at five. Like this person was literally there just about every single day from like 7 a.m. to like, you know, 11 midnight, you know, just cranking through stuff, just, you know, just pouring out everything for this company. And, you know, they they kept asking like, you know, can I just maybe take a, you know, a half day on, on, you know, on a Friday and that way I, I don't have to get there like late at night to see my spouse. Like, can I, you know, you know, cause I put in all these extra hours that are off the clock that, you know, I'm not getting paid for. And, and the company just refused, right? The company absolutely refused to allow this person to, to work remote, even just a half day, even just, you know, even a full day on a Friday where they could drive up like Thursday night and spend more time with their spouse. Clearly this was a differentiating factor for the individual, right? Like, they really wanted to spend time with their spouse. They liked their spouse, right? Some people out there listening probably hate their, their spouse, uh, but this particular individual actually liked their spouse and they wanted to spend time with them, right? And in my opinion, that's not a big ask. Like if you're devoting all these hours, you know, Monday through Thursday for me, hey, if you want to take Friday off, I'm going to give you Friday off, right? But if I, you know, if we can't do that, like, yeah, sure, you can re work remote Friday and just, you know, you can drive back Thursday night or Friday morning, whatever, to your to your place and then, you know, just, just do a couple things on Friday or whatever, you know, where we can do remote, whatever. That's my personal opinion on it. Um, that particular company truly, you know, they flat out didn't care. Uh, they weren't going to do it. And guess what happened? That really, really, really awesome person left, right? They, they, they found another opportunity that was uh, fantastic for them um, that allowed them to be, you know, remote. And actually they allowed them to be fully remote with some travel. Um, and, you know, the individual took it. Of course, right? I mean, that's common sense. 
Like, of course, you're going to take that. Like, that's exactly what you're looking for, right? So salary in that instance, you know, there's probably some factor there too, right? Of course, you know, you, you, know, you probably want to make some more money. But the, the biggest factor there was the fact that this individual just wanted to spend some more time with a loved one. Like it's, you know, and, and the, the other thing I, I forgot to mention, this individual was starting to have health problems from working so many hours for this employer. And, you know, again, you're, you're, I'm, I'm having health problems and rather than be, you know, empathetic or sympathetic and say like, okay, you know, we understand you're working a lot, you know, you know, just, you know, meant once you take a day off and just kind of, you know, regroup or whatever. No, it was like basically, oh, what time are you coming back from your doctor's appointment? when are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? Oh, we got four more projects for you. Like, come on. If you're the, if you're a company out there and you're doing that, you're listening to this and you're doing that to your employees right now, number one, you're wrong. And number two, you're going to lose your top people. They're going someplace. And I'll tell you right now, I'll be the person to help them get out. Uh, if I, if they reach out to me and, and on LinkedIn or something like that, and they're like, Hey man, I'm trying to find something better. I'm going to ping them all around to my network. If they're a good person, absolutely will. And I have no shame doing that. The, the good people out there that are working hard for your company deserve to be treated well. So if you're listening to this and you're mistreating people, you are wrong. And if you want a sidebar with me, if you want to have a call where I tell you directly that you're wrong, I'm very happy to do so. So that being said, I'll get back off my soapbox. We'll get back on track here. So a couple of things we talked about so far, just to recap, we talked about the fact about uh, pay, right? So again, most people aren't looking for millions and millions of dollars. In fact, when I talk to a lot of people in the, in the cybersecurity industry, they're not looking for a lot of money. They're looking for, you know, a livable wage, a decent amount of money, but they're really looking to give back. They really, really want to try to make things a little safer and a little better for the next generation. So allow them to do that. Give them the tools and solutions they need to do that in your particular organization. And that's an easy way for you to get the top people and keep them in your company. We also talked about, you know, the, the individual I mentioned where they, they had, you know, health problems and their biggest thing was they wanted to spend more time with their spouse. It's really not a big lift if your employees want to, you know, work from home on a Friday, right? Like if they want to work a half day on a Friday or, you know, or work from home half the day or something like that, like, why don't you allow that? Why don't you allow people to leave at noon on a Friday? You know, of course, I understand certain industries like healthcare, like you can't just let everybody go in the hospital at noon and then who's going to care for the patients, right? I, I get all that stuff, but, you know, and, and even a sock center or something like that. But the reality is most jobs in the industry, you can let people go at noon on a Friday and let them work remote or even just let them go at noon on a Friday, right? And if you need to make them, you'd be surprised. If you need to make people stay or ask people to stay late Monday through Thursday an extra hour and say, look, if you're willing to stay an hour late or come in an hour early or come in a half hour early and stay a half hour later than usual, then what we can do is we're going to implement a you know, half day on Friday. I, I guarantee you, like, there, there might be that one or two people that are like, oh, I don't want to do this. But for the most part, everyone's going to take you up on that offer. Like, that's so cool, right? I can do a half day on a Friday or I can even get the whole day off on a Friday if I put these couple of extra hours in throughout the, the rest of the week. Absolutely going to do that. Absolutely will. And most of your top people will do that as well. So the other thing I want to mention is that, and this one's going to get, you know, this one probably stir up some debate or whatever like that, you know, but you know, again, it all goes back to the right thing to do, <laughs> uh, which is so some people just refuse to do it. So I'm going to talk about an individual that I know actually left the industry um, and they've since come back. But um, this individual was uh, two things happened to this individual. Uh, the first thing is they were sexually harassed um, virtually in almost every single 
role they held for just about a 10 year or so period in the industry, um, which to me is atrocious. I think it's very, very wrong. Um, and I, I, again, I have no shame calling out somebody that's doing the wrong thing. So um, if you're out there, if you're sexually harassing somebody and I find out about it and it's just uh, substantiated with some actual proof, then you you can rest assured I'm going to call you out on that. I'm going to reach out to your uh, employer. I'm going to reach out to your boss and we're going to have that discussion. And, and you know, I'm not going to, you know, I may not necessarily push for you to be fired, but I will push for you to get retrained, uh, to go through some consulting and to make sure that you're a better leader for your organization. And if you keep doing it, rest assured, I will push my weight around and get you fired. Um, so that being said, uh, this individual was sexually harassed uh, for, for a little over 10 years in, in various companies and various roles, uh, which, again, I find atrocious. And then on top of that, one of the last roles that this individual held was with a startup company. Um, and the owner of that company basically, for lack of, lack of better words, uh, screwed the individual out of their equity. So what happened is, uh, and and uh, pay as well, some uh, reimbursement pay as well. Uh, so the you know the the owner basically was like, ah, I'm, you know I'm not gonna you know now that I've taken on some investors, I don't care about you employees essentially, and I'm not gonna pay you, and I'm also not gonna reimburse you. And by the way, I've dissolved your equity in the company, and you know, but keep working here, <laughs> keep working here. Don't worry about it. Duh, of course I'm going to quit, right? Um, and that frustrated this individual so much with that combined with, you know, coupled with, uh, you know, being sexually harassed for so long. Um, they just they just took a step away from the industry for a couple of years, uh, did something else. And fortunately, uh, you know, because this person was really, really good. This was a really, really good um, person in the industry that really cared about making a difference. And um, fortunately, they came back uh, with enough, you know, push from other people uh, and they're and now they're with a great organization right they're not sexually harassed they're not you know getting getting screwed out of equity or anything like that like they're really you know it's it's really great to see uh, to see where they're at now um, but you know again going back to the aspect of doing the right thing like I don't understand it it is not that difficult to do to do the right thing we are dealing with human beings here we all get it right we for those of us that have started businesses that have grown and scaled our businesses and sold them we we all get it right I, like I get it I get it. I get the business angle of it, but there's a human element that we're ignoring. We we need to address that. It's it's not right. Um, I understand numbers on a spreadsheet. I understand you know what we need to do to grow the company. But the more we invest in the people, the easier it is to make more money. I, I just don't understand why that concept is so difficult for so many companies. Like you're you're struggling in your company. You're struggling making money and making profit because. You have no clue that the fact it's so easy to invest in, in your employees. And if you invest in them more, they're going to make you more money. It's, it's, it's literally that simple. Like if, if you're about to close your company right now, go bankrupt, and you're like, oh, I don't know what happened. It's because you suck in most cases. It's because you suck. Sorry, you suck. You know, invest in your employees and, of course, learn sales, right? You, you have to know how to sell. And if you're not selling, you know, you're, 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 you suck as well. But... Um, in reality, in most cases, what I see out there, at least in the security industry, is that you're not investing in your employees. And because of that, you're not able to sustain long term in the industry. You know, you're one of those fly by, my, uh, by night companies that maybe is around, you know, four or five years or so, and then you're gone, right? Nobody, nobody remembers who you are. Um, so don't be like that. Don't be one of those companies. This whole um, podcast episode or rant, as some people will probably call it, was to talk about 
treating your employees the right way. So again, we talked about how people, you know, some people are tied to, you know, to a certain income level. Um, but, you know, in reality, for paying people a livable, livable wage, they don't necessarily focus on the income anymore. And they focus more on the greater vision and buying into something and that they want to be a part of something. So give them that, right? Also be flexible, you know, be flexible. Don't, don't have a, a rock star employee that you refuse to let work remotely, you know, part of a day on a Friday when you know that the employee is commuting in because they're sacrificing to work at your company because they believe in the vision or something like that, don't mistreat them. Like give them that option, right? Give that option to everybody. Sometimes people don't want to be next to their coworkers in the building. Like, you know, nothing against them, but you know, sometimes maybe, you know, whoever, right? It's like Sally, right? Maybe I don't want to sit next to Sally every single day. Maybe I want to work from home one day, right? Like give me that option. Maybe Sally doesn't like me. Maybe she doesn't want to sit next to me all day long, every, you know, five days a week or whatever. Give her that option. Be flexible with your employees. Be flexible with your scheduling. You know, you've, you've got to do these things, especially to remain competitive uh, long-term in the future because more and more companies are allowing remote work. Um, and so you've, you've just got to go ahead and be flexible on that stuff. Make sure you address things like sexual harassment or, or racism um, in the workplace. Make sure you're swift and decisive with your action on that. Don't bury stuff. Make sure that you take care and address that stuff because nowadays people are going to blast that stuff on social media and it's going to affect your brand. You don't want that. You want to make sure you're, uh, you know, saving and making more money in your business. And those two things are not going to be uh, tolerated or should not be tolerated um, in the workplace at all. And that doesn't go to a specific race or a specific gender. That's across the board. Just make sure that, you know, you're, you're addressing those things. And most companies are, but there's still some companies out there that are trying to sweep stuff under the rug. And don't do that. That's going to come back to bite you um, at some point in the future. All right, so this was just an episode again, you know, kind of a rant. I just wanted to, to get that out there. I've been dealing, um, at least with my social media presence on LinkedIn, I've been getting a lot of people reaching out lately with a lot of frustrations along these lines. And I just wanted to, to get an episode, you know, filmed and just kind of, you know, talk through these things, you know. And so if you're an employer out there listening, if you're a manager out there listening, um, you know, it's again, it goes back to the simplicity of it. Like it, it's doing the right thing. It's, you know, it's getting some thank you cards. It's really just walking up to someone and saying, I just want to let you know that I appreciate what you did. If you're a manager and you've got maybe a smaller team, you know, obviously you're over, if you're over like, you know, 5,000 people, it's kind of tough to do certain things at scale. But, you know, if you're over 5,000 people, work with your HR department, see what kind of things you can do. But if you've got a smaller team, try to maybe pull people into a one-on-one -on -one and be like, look, you know, I just wanted to, I, I literally just wanted to bring you in my office to say thank you for, you know, if you can relate it to a certain project, but, you know, otherwise just say, I just want to thank you. You know, you're, you're working hard. We've got a great team here. I really appreciate what you're doing. Um, you know, is there anything I can do for you? Right. Just throw that question out there. Be a servant leader. Right. Um, and so, you know, pull your, your team in and do those things. Uh, if you're not doing those already, it's very, very simple to do the right thing. And that's a whole message of this entire episode is doing the right thing. So make sure you're doing the right thing out there. Uh, if you need suggestions on how to do the right thing, if you want me to tell you you suck one-on-one -on, -one on a phone call, feel free to reach out. I'll, I'll tell you you suck. Um, but hopefully you're not sucking after watching, uh, listening to this podcast. Hopefully you're doing the right thing uh, and, and treating your employees the right way because in the end, it's going to make your life a lot easier and it's going to make you a lot more money in your business.